Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Too Late to Fly podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline. And I'm Kevin. Together, we're going to dive into different topics around weight loss, body image, relationships with food, and how to overcome life's everyday struggles and challenges so we can all live our best lives possible. Remember, it's It's never never too late late to fly. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is episode number 43. And with this episode, we've noticed a lot of new listeners and a lot of new downloads lately. So we definitely, truly appreciate all of the love and support you've been showing us. We'd like to take the time to make this episode and all about kind of Jacqueline's journey and her sharing your experiences as to kind of how we got to where we are right now today. So with that, we'd like to start with uh, what made you decide to lose weight and how did you get started with this whole uh, journey? Yeah, so I always struggled with weight my whole life. Um, I was always heavier. I always struggled with that going on a certain diet and then losing weight and then stopping that diet and gaining it all back plus some. And so I think for me, it kind of got to a point where I was kind of in college and I was kind of tired of that constantly going on a diet. And so I completely threw that out the window, threw everything out, and I really started gaining a lot of weight. And I noticed it. I noticed myself really being uncomfortable, getting bigger than I had ever been, mentally really struggling more than I ever have. And it took a lot for me to kind of admit, hey, I was struggling and I needed help. And so I kind of just blew it off and was like, when I'm ready, I'll find another diet. I'll lose weight again. I've done this my whole life. But I wasn't really aware of how bad it was getting. Right. And so that led you having led to you having a moment where you decided, okay, I need to change. Talk about that moment for a little bit. So I ended up getting in a really dark place. I had no idea how much I weighed. I hadn't been on a scale in years. I avoided going to the doctor. So I even no clue where my weight was. And I was pretty depressed. I was really upset. I wasn't able to live my life because of my body, my weight. And I remember my sister, she told Kevin and I, let's just go to Disneyland and try to cheer her up. Let's try to just get out, get out of the house because everyone around me could see I was not doing well. And so we decided to take a trip to Disneyland, which is my absolute favorite place in the whole entire world. And... Had to get a wheelchair because I could not walk. Like, I could barely get from the car to the front gates without having to stop 20 times to have to sit down. And so I was like, oh, no, how is this? Why was this a good idea? Why did I do this? Got a wheelchair. And remember, I was not going on rides, not doing anything because I wasn't going to fit. And then there was one ride where I thought, okay, I think I'll be able to fit on this ride. So I got in line and then there was a turnstile before you got on the ride and I got stuck going through the turnstile and that is when I hit rock bottom. That was like that final straw of I can't do this anymore and I remember kind of laughing it off, you know, telling everyone, no, I'm totally fine. This is fine. Like, oh, haha, it's so funny and then got myself unstuck, got out of line, went to the bathroom and completely bawled my eyes out and I remember thinking, How did I allow this to happen? And it was in that bathroom in Disneyland where I say like kind of that Disney magic took over. And it was like, I'm ready. 
I need to change. I know this is not just another diet that I'm going to go on and lose weight. I really need to change my life because this life that I'm living is not mine. I'm not happy. I'm not living my best life. And it kind of took me hitting that rock bottom moment, being in my absolute favorite place in the world and not being able to do anything, not even be able to walk and to really figure out like I need to make some changes. Reaching that rock bottom moment kind of leads me to our second point here is what did you do to start? What helped you get this start, this, this journey started? So I decided to go on Jenny Craig. I had tried it before in the past, lost weight. And then of course it was one of those ones where I lost weight, gained weight, tried it again, lost weight, gained weight. And at this point I had, I knew it worked. I had done it before. It was somewhat familiar And so I decided I'm just going to give this a try because honestly, where I was at, I was so motivated to change my life, but I didn't really know what to do. And so I think I just decided to do something that was comfortable, something that I knew. And right when I got back from Disneyland, it was like, I'm ready. Let's do this. And I decided to join Jenny Craig again. So it was that familiarity of the program and knowing that it worked and you had lost weight with it before that led you to choose this program? Yeah, I think it wasn't necessarily like I sat down and I did research of, okay, I'm extremely overweight. I'm struggling with food. I have, I'm eating to cope with my emotions. I didn't really check in with my mental health to figure out if this was actually going to be the best plan for me. I was strictly looking at it as I need to lose weight and I'm ready and I want to do this and I know it works. It seems easy and I want to do it now. And so that's what kind of just led me to kind of ultimately decide, okay, I'm going to do this. So you saw some success with Jenny Craig and and what kind of exercise were you doing at that point? So when I first began Jenny Craig, I wasn't really focused, honestly, on any sort of exercise movement. It was really for me, I wanted to get to know the program, get to know what I was eating and really focused on food, which I think definitely helped. And I would definitely recommend because if I were to jump in and completely change everything around with my diet, my food, my exercise, it would have been so much. And I can't sit here and say, you know, what could have happened. But I know for me and my personality and who I am that would have been a lot. And I feel like by focusing on one thing, it allowed me to take those baby steps to then start incorporating it and making it more of a lifestyle instead of just a quick fad crash diet. And then I got so overwhelmed that I could have ended up giving up because it was too much. I definitely think there's something to that. I think that, like you said, adding one piece at a time or changing one piece at a time is a major, major key. Because once you add too many pieces, like you said, you fall off, you forget about it, you move on and okay, that didn't work. Mm -hmm. But when you change one piece, like adding the the meal part of it and focusing on that, that's, I can do that. You can make that sustainable so that that's become second nature. And then you can add another piece. And that's what I tell people all the time. When we try to make changes, it's not jumping in and saying, I'm going to go to the gym every day. I'm going to drink a gallon of water every day. Now I'm going to eat only at home every day. I'm going to stick to this calories. I'm going to do all this walking every day for two miles. It's so overwhelming. And when you're not 
setting it up as a lifestyle where you're incorporating it into your life, it can quickly become your whole life and you become obsessed with just doing that. And it gets so much so overwhelming that for the majority of us, what we're going to do is we're not going to say, okay, I'm going to start maybe cutting all of these other things out, but just focus on this. We throw it all away and we just give up because it's too hard. Well, I think it's overwhelming. If you're trying to change that many things at once, that's difficult. That's not easy for anyone to do. And to change that many habits at once is absolutely 100% overwhelming. Right. And I think what we need to focus on, especially if we are trying to lose weight, is reminding ourselves this isn't just in a year and you're going to reach your goal and then you can go back to however you are. If you struggle with weight, we really need to focus on making lifestyle changes, creating new habits, new routines, so you can continue it for the rest of your life, not just in this little time frame that you're trying to quote unquote diet or lose weight. Well, it's about those sustainable, lifelong, lasting changes that you can continue to do even when you're, I'm going to say, after trying to lose weight. Right. It's about those lifestyle changes that are lifelong habits that you can continue to follow Even when you, like you said, you've moved past that weight loss stage. Right. And so I think that's where I, without really kind of doing it on purpose or knowing what I was doing, and I feel really proud of myself that I just focused on, I'm just going to focus on Jenny Craig and the meals and the food and that portion of it, and then kind of have incorporate more things along the way. And I think that's what led me to... For exercise, I was like, I'm going to do five minutes of walking every day after work. That's it. And it might not seem like a lot, but it's a huge amount when you're not moving at all. Like five minutes of walking when I was over 500 pounds is huge. And I think that's where we also need to remember is it doesn't have to be jumping into that all or nothing of going for an hour on the treadmill or not doing anything It's starting where you are and taking those five minutes, even if that's all you can do all the time you have, because that's five minutes more than you were doing before. And so that's kind of where I started was really just focusing on Jenny Craig and getting that program down. So I completely understood it and felt comfortable with it. And then walking for five minutes every single day. So at that point, you had some major success. You'd lost around 200 pounds with Jenny Craig and walking alone. What was kind of like this next step in your journey or what led you to know I'm ready for something more beyond just walking and monitoring my diet? Right. So like Kevin said, it was about two years of just doing Jenny Craig. I was walking, which the five minutes led to longer periods of time. And I was kind of at a place where walking kind of felt not easy, but I was really getting bored with it. And I knew now I was really ready to kind of push myself to try something new because Jenny Craig at this point felt easy. I knew the program like the back of my hand. I wasn't really excited to walk anymore. And I knew it was time to kind of push myself out of my comfort zone a little bit and try something new. And something that I had always wanted to do was I wanted to join a gym. But I was too self-conscious, too nervous, too afraid, didn't have that courage inside me to actually do it. And as hard as it was, I knew for me personally in my own growth that that was that next step that I had to do. And so I actually talked to my Jenny Craig consultant and asked her, like, what should I do? Do you know of any gyms or what do you recommend as this next step? Because this is what I want to do. 
And it was actually her gym that she was going to that she recommended. She got me in touch with the guy who kind of ran the classes and the programs there. And I met with him and it just felt like such a good fit and a good something that would be actually really positive for me, the environment, the classes and all of that. And so literally like the next day. I started and it was the scariest thing that I've ever done in my whole life was actually walking into that gym to go do a group class. But I think that's where it comes into of sometimes that growth is doing things that are uncomfortable and doing things we're afraid to do that push us out of our comfort zone because those are the moments we're going to grow the most. And I think that's where I was at my journey. And so why I decided now is the right time to join a gym. So you joined the gym, you added that extra piece, that extra movement into your your daily routine and your daily, um, what you were doing. Did you have success with that? Did that make you lose more weight? How did, how did that whole adding that exercise piece? How did that Um, I think it was a little bit of a challenge because I think for me in my head, and this is why I always say walking is so underrated because I lost almost 200 pounds by just doing Jenny Craig and walking alone. And I think I thought by joining a gym, I'm going to lose so much weight so much quicker. And that wasn't necessarily the case. And I think I was going into it more like, oh, I'm going to lose weight faster. I'm going to be all of this. And I don't necessarily think that's where that biggest change happened for me where weight loss started coming faster but mentally I absolutely fell in love with working out I loved lifting weights I loved pushing my body to try different movements it forced me to kind of be comfortable with being uncomfortable a little bit which is something I struggle with because if I don't know how to do something It's very hard for me to try if I think I'm going to fail, especially in a room full of people and especially when it comes to my body. And so I think I just kind of fell in love with this new side of me, of this person I was becoming and growing into. And my body was drastically changing, though. So not necessarily the scale was moving any faster than it was before where I was walking, But I could see muscle definition. I could see myself having more endurance to try more moves, to walk, to run, to jump that I wasn't doing at home. And I think that just gave me that confidence and that courage to keep going on my journey. Because before that, like I said, I was kind of unmotivated to kind of do my workouts. I was kind of bored, but I didn't know what else to do. And I think this lit that fire under me to try something new, to get out of my comfort zone, to meet new people and to keep going. And I really fell in love with exercise once I joined the gym. So we'll move on to kind of our next uh, point or topic here. And something that you get asked so very frequently is, how long did it take you to get from your starting point, your heaviest weight, to your lowest point or your, your lowest weight? Yeah, so before I answer this, I just want to do a quick disclaimer. When we start talking about numbers or how long or how fast, it's something that is very I know could be triggering to me with my eating disorder and my relationship with food and my body so I just wanted to put this quick list disclaimer because I am going to talk numbers um and again keep in mind this is me and my journey and what happened on my journey and I don't want you to think if this isn't what you're doing or what you did 
that it's not right or you have to do what I'm doing to have the success that I'm having. So I just wanted to put that quick disclaimer before I answer this question. So to answer that question, I was losing about 100 pounds a year. So I lost over 350 pounds and it took me about three and a half years to get down to my lowest weight. Um, my starting weight was around five, it was 510.2. I, I know that. And then I got down to about 150 pounds, which I think is around 360-ish pound total weight loss. Before I got to 150, I was getting ready for skin removal surgery. And my journey kind of took a turn where it went from... I'm trying to lose weight and be healthy and change my habits and my lifestyle and get ready for skin removal surgery to I need to get as skinny as possible. And it took a quick turn and I can't really pinpoint exactly where that happened or where that mental shift kind of happened, but it took that really downward spiral, sharp left turn quickly to a very unhealthy place. And I started not eating some of my Jenny Craig food, really cutting calories, taking two classes at the gym instead of one, then coming home and doing another workout video or going on a walk on the treadmill and really went to, I need to get skinnier. I am not skinny enough. I am not good enough. My body is not good enough to have surgery. I did not accomplish my goals because I'm still overweight and really was struggling with that body dysmorphia of I need to be skinnier, which really led to very unhealthy habits. And I'm touching on this now because later on, it plays a huge role in what I'm dealing with now. But it was like I was really starving myself and overworking out in the gym. I think it's important too to to point out at this point, you're saying it now that you got find yourself with these unhealthy habits in the moment you were making the choices that you thought were best for you. Right. Looking back now, you're able to say I was not making the best choices and not making healthy choices at that point. In the moment I thought I had such great willpower because I was eating less. I am so strong. Look at how many workouts I can do. And it was never that click of, you need to be eating more. This is not okay. Killing yourself trying to burn all these calories to be as skinny as possible is not okay. Because we have to look at the grand scheme of things is I was being praised for my weight loss. I was being told all the time how good I looked, how good I was doing. And it became like that obsession of constantly wanting to hear how good I looked, constantly getting into a smaller size clothes, constantly having that adrenaline rush of I'm not being told I'm fat anymore. I'm being told how good I look and I just wanted to keep that going. So that led you to those unhealthy habits mm-hmm. at this point, looking back and saying, okay, what I was doing was not normal, not right. healthy. And behaviors. in that moment, I thought I was doing what I should be doing because I kept getting praised for what I was doing, not realizing how much damage I was doing to myself. Right. And so you kind of touched on this, but let's move on to this next one. And it is what led you to decide that you were ready for skin removal? So I kind of knew when I had lost around 200-ish pounds that the skin was going to have to be removed. 
because it really started impacting my workouts. It really started impacting my day-to-day life with my posture, with hip pain, with back pain, with rashes, with irritations. I had to lift my stomach up to wash underneath and underneath it got boils and blisters. And so already, and I still had over 100 pounds I wanted to lose, the skin was already becoming an issue. And so when it was really physically affecting my body and being someone who struggles with body dysmorphia and mental health, it was really causing a lot of physical and mental challenges for myself. And that's when I kind of decided it's not because I hate myself or what's happened because I am very proud of myself and all the success I've had, but to continue on my journey, to continue on the path of taking care of myself, I knew the skin had to go. You chose to do skin removal, which was quite an adventure in and of itself. And you chose to have multiple procedures done. And it was over a several year process Mm -hmm. of, of having these skin removal procedures. Mm -hmm. Right. So skin removal is not something that it's one surgery and you're done, especially with the amount I had. Like Kevin said, it takes several surgeries, several procedures and several years to have it done. And that's kind of that path I decided to start taking at that moment in life. Once I kind of lost all the weight, it was kind of like I was at this one weight for so long and nothing was really moving. And I maintained that weight for a while that we knew now it's time to start having that skin removal. With going through these skin removal processes, there's there's major changes when it comes to what you're able to eat and how that kind of affects your body. In addition to you're not able to work out in the same way you were before. All of these things kind of combined led to you gaining some weight. Maybe you can touch and share a little bit about how what that process was like and how you got to that point. Right. So I think once I started the skin removal journey, mentally, I was at a point where I was kind of thinking, I'm done. I did it. I reached the goal. I'm having surgery. I lost my weight. This was something I'd been looking forward to. This is something I've wanted to do. And so that mindset switched for me. And remember, up to this point, I was barely maybe eating 1200 calories really depriving myself. Um, And I thought in my mind, I had done it. I won. I'm over. I lost the 350 pounds. I did it. So now my weight loss journey is over. I'm having skin removal. Now I can just start eating whatever I want. And like that pendulum was all the way to one side. It swung completely to the other side. That all or nothing mentality And I really found myself eating to comfort myself, eating for emotions, eating for pleasure, thinking, oh, I have never allowed myself to have this in three years. I'm going to eat it now because I'm quote unquote skinny now and I can have this now. And that mentality of I'm done now, let me just eat whatever I never allowed myself to eat before, not realizing or even acknowledging all those healthy habits I was building before and remembering those. And it completely just swung the other way and I ended up gaining some weight. Well, I think too that that's a big key right there that you just said right there is those healthy habits. Some of those habits that you had created and that you were living in 
were not the healthiest of habits. Right. And they weren't maintainable. And that also is part of what led you to go from over-exercising, under-eating to the kind of the opposite. Even though some of that was physically, you weren't able to right. because you were recovering right. from surgery. Recovering from surgery, I wasn't able to move. So I wasn't moving, but overeating it was one part of it. Right. But again, there's like that that whole mental recovery in that that that's going to go into our next topic here is you seeking out therapy and help to kind of overcome these mental struggles that were associated with with that gaining weight and those habits and behaviors. Right. So with my weight gain, it's definitely not something where it's like overnight I gained all this weight again. It definitely started the day I started completely restricting myself. Like even before going through skin removal, like weight gain was bound to happen because I was so unhealthy with the restrictions, with the calories, with the workouts. I could not possibly maintain that lifestyle anymore. And looking back at it, it was only a matter of time before that pendulum swung the other way. And I had no idea. And so I think like Kevin said, being down and out, having the surgeries, physically trying to recover my surgeon telling me I need to eat more eat more protein it was kind of like that trigger inside my head because I do have a lot of those mental struggles that go on then I started completely eating more and slowly started gaining weight once I saw my body start gaining weight I would lose a little bit but then I would keep gaining a little bit more and then lose a little and then keep gaining to a point where it got me to where I am today so it's not anything that there's one specific thing, one specific day, one specific year that completely was like, oh, yeah, that's where she gained all her weight. It was accumulation that was building up for a while by completely restricting myself to get me to this point where, you know, I have from my very lowest, even though it was an unhealthy place, I have gained around 100 pounds from there. And it really took me... I think, which is frustrating, gaining weight for my doctors or people to see because I begged for help. I said, I need help. And they would send me to different therapists that wasn't helping. And then they'd be like, oh, you're fine. You lost weight. Or you did this. You're fine. And it really took me gaining weight again for my doctor to be like, oh, yeah, well, maybe you do need help. Maybe you should talk to someone. And I really had to be that advocate for myself because I was not in a good place. I was turning to food again and really struggling with that binge restrict all or nothing. And like Kevin said, that's when I started seeing a therapist and I got diagnosed with a binge eating disorder. Right. And you, we have done a whole episode um, kind of talking about how you found your therapist, which was, I think, super valuable from the feedback that we received um, from those of you guys who did listen to that episode. So if you are wanting more information, you can definitely go back and find that episode and kind of listen to that. And you share a ton of information about how you found um, your eating disorder body uh, image specialized therapist. Mm -hmm. So by, by seeking therapy and kind of working on your own recovery, you've now found yourself in kind of, I'm going to call this, and I'm going to put this in air quotes, weight loss journey part two. What is different this time or what have you decided to do this time differently than what you did when you tried to lose weight from the beginning of this? I think I knew I wanted to lose more weight. I knew I was not comfortable in my weight, in my body, in the size that I was in. And I 
tried going back on Jenny Craig and then I couldn't stick to it. And then I would gain more weight, go off, go on, go off, go on. And really, once I started going through therapy, my therapist is like, she really sat down with me and was like, I'm not telling you not to do Jenny Craig. And I think that's what I love about her is she kind of supports me and meets me where I'm at. And that has been huge throughout this whole process. But she said, what's the reason you think you can't stick to Jenny Craig right now? And again, I went back to it because I was like, well, I know I could do this. I did it before. I lost 350 pounds. I'm just going to do it and it's going to be easy. And I was struggling. And that's when she was like, well, why are you struggling? And I think... I decided to change programs and kind of leave Jenny Craig, not because I'm sitting here saying it's a bad program, not saying anything negative about it, but it is very restrictive. And I'm the type of person who I'm all in or all out. And so when I was doing Jenny Craig, it was I have to eat their food. And if I'm not eating their food, I'm completely binging out on other food. There was no middle ground. And for where I was at in my life, where I'm at after being diagnosed with an eating disorder, it was time for me to do something different that wasn't so restrictive that added to already kind of those disordered thoughts that I was having. And as hard as it was to kind of go away from that and do something else, I knew for me and my recovery, that had to be a top priority too, not just weight loss. And I think you chose that too, thinking it worked before. Why won't it work again? Right. And I was, I've spent so long being so frustrated because I would do it for maybe a month and then I would completely like not be able to eat their food, not be able to stick to the program and completely binge. And it was like a month of Jenny Craig and then a huge binge months of month of Jenny Craig and then a huge binge. And I was so frustrated at myself. Like, why can't I do this? I had already done it. I knew it was, I thought it was easy. Like, why can't I stick to it? And it really took my therapist digging deep and saying, why do you think you can't do this? And me coming to that conclusion of it was too restrictive with where I'm at in my life and in my journey to only eat their food. And if it wasn't their food, me thinking I was doing something bad, then I completely binged the other way. And so it took me a long time to kind of figure out what do I need to do now because recovery is important and weight loss is important. And so that's when I kind of decided I have to be brave again, like I said, about starting a gym and step out of my comfort zone and do something that's maybe scary or new or different, but that's going to continue to help me grow and evolve and continue to be my best self on my journey. Right. And so with with your diet plan changing with how you're eating changing how you're thinking about yourself changing and kind of really starting that recovery process when it comes to your eating disorder right along with that goes the exercise part of that what does that look like now compared to previously so i don't know if i mentioned this but i decided to join weight watchers so i'm on weight watchers now which it's still helping me with not that all or nothing mentality But it's also allowing me to eat the foods I want, eat the foods I enjoy, and not having a strict, you can eat this, you can't eat that. And so I think it's really trying to find balance within that. And that goes the same with exercise, trying to find balance of 
especially in times of COVID where gyms are closed, finding things that I enjoy and kind of going back to those healthy habits of setting a schedule, setting this time for me, really finding exercises I enjoy and not being so strict as I need to burn this many calories, do it for this long. And it's literally just doing my exercises for the day. And I follow an app. So there's a workout every day. And that's what I do. And what's helped is I don't track it. I don't wear my Apple Watch. I don't figure out how many calories I'm burning. I don't track my steps. I just do the workout for the workout. And knowing that's enough, sometimes even if the workout's a little shorter, I find myself going to that place of I need to do more because this wasn't in quotes enough. But then I really sit down and I'm like, you know what, this is what I have to do. And I have to get rid of those old thoughts of this isn't enough. I have to do more. I have to eat less and really just focus on the workout and the day and focusing on making sure like my trainer used to say, winning the day, that you do your workout, you eat your food, and it's not trying to go above and beyond so you can lose weight faster. Right, and I think that that's the key, like we talked about at the beginning, is making those maintainable, sustainable changes that you can continue to do day in and day out while listening to your body while this is all going on. Right, and so I think that's been the biggest change now is really going back to the basics of where I started my journey not in that space, in that kind of where I lost the 300 pounds, like that stage, but where I started was creating healthy habits, creating a healthy routine, and kind of enjoying the journey and not putting so much focus and emphasis on, I need to lose weight, I need to be as skinny as possible, I need to do it as quickly as possible. Absolutely. And I think there's something major to that right there. And you say, enjoying the journey. It's finding joy in that day in and day out process of doing those daily routines and habits. Right. When you're trying to overdo it at the gym or going for five hours, you're going to not only be exhausted, but you're probably going to start losing that joy in it. And I've definitely found by just doing my one workout every day, I look forward to it. My body's excited for it. It's not dreading it because oh, I'm so sore. I'm so tired. I did too much. I can actually enjoy it and use that time to thank my body instead of punish my body to use my workouts as a time to celebrate all my body can do instead of punishing it for what it ate or what it can't do. And that mental switch right there. And this is a lot of what I'm working on in therapy which is why I'll keep hitting everyone over the head with how important it is to take care of your mental health is so much of these changes of who I'm seeing as myself and in a person is because of therapy and really working on some of those issues that I dealt with because a lot of people want to say, well, just lose weight like it's easy. But as you can see, there's so much that go into it. There's so much that go into that just lose weight that people don't realize and don't talk about. And people who never experienced struggling with weight have no idea how difficult this journey can be. And so that's why I really, you know, talk about it is a journey and it's not just as easy as just lose weight, like eat less and work out more. Right. So with that being said, you, you've you've got to this this new place in your journey. What comes next? What follows? I think for me right now, weight loss is still a big goal, 
but I'm really trying to overall just be happy and comfortable in my body and in my skin again, which is, yes, going to come from weight loss and really dealing with, you know, my mental health, my body, the fluid and kind of all those other issues I'm dealing with, but really just making myself and my happiness a priority and being comfortable in my body again, like that's kind of what's next. I still need some more skin removal surgeries. I still have some I want to have done. But right now, my main focus and my main concern is really recovering from my eating disorder, losing a little bit of weight, having my body figure out this fluid situation that it's still struggling with, and finding that happy place within myself again. And that's definitely my number one goal right now. And something that I've also really been focusing on and reminding myself of is my life is not just about weight loss. I am not just living life to lose weight. There's so much more to me than weight loss or a girl who lost weight or a girl who lost weight, gained weight, struggled with her weight, whatever we want to call it. There's so much more to me than that. And that's why I've really been trying to share more parts of myself on YouTube or on social media about who I am as a person because it's not just about weight loss. And I want to emphasize that for you guys, if you're on a weight loss journey too, is not to have that consume your whole life and take over your whole life like it did to me, honestly, there for a little bit, where everything was just so focused around weight loss that you forgot to live your life and you forgot who you were because we're not weight loss. We're not our size. We're not our body. Weight loss is a part of my journey and what I'm doing right now, but it's not the whole journey. It's not who I am. It doesn't define me. And so sharing my love for fashion, fitness, baking, cooking, Disney, sharing all of these parts of myself has been so powerful to me because it reminds me not to just live my life for weight loss, to allow who I really am to come through. And weight loss is just a part of it, not the whole part of it. With that, I think we'd like to thank everybody who took the time to listen to today's episode and conversation. Um, If you found some value from this episode today, we hope that you can take the time to also recommend us to a friend or family member who might find some value uh, as well from listening. If you could also take the time to rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you get podcasts, that would help us out tremendously. And one last thing, remember, it's it's never never too late late to fly. fly.